This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. It's like, Exhibit, what the hell are you doing? I just wanted my car fixed. Ha ha, ha ha, it's a taco. You guys want to do a DMX impression? No. No? No. You know! I found a website that has an article about this. I guess guess what the website's called. It's I'm on space.com. I hope you flip your bike over and knock your two front teeth out. You leave me in the trenches taking grenades, John. Get out of here, Russia. You don't get to cheat and win. They're Hydra. The Business on Top podcast. Santa's coming down for the spicy tuna roll and Natty Light at 2 a.m. You guys are entered into a million dollar fantasy football challenge right now, and you guys wanted to talk about how that money gets deposited into your account. We decided it was on direct deposit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's not a million, but we'll, we'll, the one we normally do is a million. So we'll, I guess, reference that. But I don't get how, like, what do you think? The most you can, if you obviously the ATM is different. But if you were to go into the bank, how much money could you withdraw at one time in cash? That's a great I, question. I've is I've, it up I, to like two hundred fifty thousand since that's no. I, I think it's no, no. I think it's less because uh, every branch, I think every ba- branch has a certain amount of cash that they keep on hand, and they have to have a certain amount for you know day to day customers that go through the drive through and like you know, deposit cash or withdraw cash and stuff like that. So yeah, but it's got to be six figures, right? That they could give to someone? It would ha- I would think it would be six figures, right? You would think every now and then someone's going to drive through and say, hey, I need either 50000 or 75000 every now and then 100000 Just in It's a just-in-case thing, right? It's not a bad problem to have, I'll tell you that. But um, I, I, I honestly don't think you can take that much out per day. I think it would have to be like installments per day. Like it had to be maybe like 20,000 one day. The next day you can do another 20,000 depending I, on the branch and how much uh, cash they have. I would say I'm on hand. it, but I wouldn't even know where to look. No, we can look on Cause like mo- most, most big money transfers, you would agree with me. Yes. Are done via wire transfer because a lot of that is either like through real estate or, or for a transaction to like, I don't know about acquire a company, but to acquire something that, has pretty significant value to it uh yes uh but like i think the the theme here is yes we'd like cash but in the in the end at the end of the day i think the easiest thing is direct deposit into your bank account and just you just hold it because i don't think cash is as popular as it was back in the day cash is no longer king you heard it here first warrington college educated vj patel (laughs) i Yes, yeah, so this has been a, a controversy um, recently, even within my family. Like, I, I always say I don't keep cash on hand anymore because we have tap to pay. Is this a have- generational thing where it's like o- older people think that cash is like the greatest thing in the world, and then you like get into the real world and realize that there aren't too many established places that use cash anymore? Yeah, it's it's kind of like that, but now I'm kind of like stepping back a little bit because there have been times recently where i need cash like for tips uh if the power goes out if anything gets hacked if something happens where like your bank or your credit card god forbid like they had to shut down um 
I think you need cash. I mean, I I keep cash, like on hand, not not a ton, but right. You know, have you guys ever seen? Uh, oh, no Manning cast tonight. I just I'm just realizing that. I don't even know what it, to win a million like tomorrow. What what would be the first? Like, I guess pay off any debt. I mean. Oh yeah, always pay off your high interest debts yeah, first, get, get or debt all debts at this point. Loans, student loans, I guess. Look at this, no Manning cast, but we got 1993 FSU versus Florida on uh, on ACC Network. Right? Wouldn't you do student loans? Would that be? Uh well, you have a home. Clear, so. clear your debt. Pay off your home. Home and or any at least high pay. Debt. I would say pay. I would say, yeah, pay pay home, and then pay off the car. And then you worry about the student debt later, and then you invest and pretty much invest the rest. Well, I would just say pay all your debt off so you don't have anything to worry about monthly. And then you could just invest the rest into uh How much of that yeah. tax though out of that million you investments. think? Investments. How much huh? do you No, I don't get? I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. How much do you get out of that if like DraftKings million? It's tax like lotto, right? I would say it would probably be about forty percent because I think gambling is usually taxed at like close to I don't understand like how we always become the finance show when literally nobody listens to us for her advice about finance. Yeah. Like, well, how does this happen? It's just I I was I was going to head into the show and having just open it up to you guys, making fun of me for being a Mets fan. No. This is how it's like supposed we, to be. Cause... We're what? We're five minutes and 30 seconds in, and you guys haven't made fun of me about the Mets being knocked out after winning 101 games. Well, one, we're being nice. Yeah, and we're, we're well. That's to... stupid. Nobody wants to listen to that. No, no. We. Well, I appreciate it, but well, I'm I'm a New York fan in general, so I'm not. I'm I'm actually like a unicorn in this perspective because I know a lot of my family is our Mets our Mets fans in general. You are a unicorn. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm a little disappointed they they lost, but. But realistically, like the average listener wouldn't know how much is taxed off a million. Like, how many people are actually finance? Like, know all the that? Not many. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So neither do we. So I always think it's we're taxed, part of the majority. I would think. Like the I know an accountant who really likes sports that we could bring on I for know both an things. And hopefully we win, and hopefully we have that problem where we need to track down this accountant to handle Should we call our finances. <laughs> um, do you want to? Uh, I, no, I don't no, think you no, allowed the answer episode. right now. Yeah, not this episode. We should try. Um, after but, the break, we'll. See <laughs> that'd be crazy. I mean, just doing dra- like a three dollar entry to DraftKings, and you just pick the right guys one week. And- it, it is like one of those things because, like, I always think about who is the person on the other side of the phone, who is like, you know, Go Chief sixty nine, who for some reason decided to like start like these random people, and it was the perfect storm, and all of a sudden this guy's life is or a woman. Yeah. His life has changed because they just started the perfect combination of people, and now they're basically three hundred thousand dollars richer, or even more. One guy on Twitter came out and said he he was the one who won two weeks ago, and he posted about it. But I was looking at his page, and he like does daily fantasy stuff for a living, and I guess just like hit on this week of all must, weeks must be nice. But that also has to be really struck like. For us, our Sundays are fun. Well, I mean, you are a little iffy because yeah, so every now and then you have you have to work on Sundays. Yeah. You and me, VJ, our Sundays are fun. Like yeah. our Sundays are devoted to fantasy football, drinking beer and or seltzer and or liquor and or <laughs> chugging out of a plastic <laughs> eagle, and and, and and or consuming Zinger Mountain Melts. <laughs> but like 
just imagine because I always see like you know, you ever see those DraftKings commercials where they play the clip of the guy like winning the million dollar challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like how stressful are those three hours for somebody? It has to be horrifying. I think it's stressful if it's your full time job, but if like the no, way we're so. doing, we just do like it. being a day trader. Right, yeah. like it, like on days that it's great, it's really great. But on days that it's bad, it's probably awful. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a stressful job for sure, especially in this in this market. And <laughs> right oh, now, this one for sure. That's not a, but we won't we won't get on that. That's <laughs> Do we have long. the Jim Cramer button? Can I please sit the <laughs> sell, house, sell, sell. the house of pain? Sell, sell, sell. It's a weapons <laughs> company <laughs> that doesn't make weapons. <laughs> All right, um, there is one thing that we missed importantly last week, and we did get some feedback from from listeners who told us that I think we focused a little bit too much on Aaron Judge and not enough on Albert Pujols, and I wanted I do want to turn to our, our attention to what's going on in Major League Baseball right now because the playoffs are about to start. We're ramping up. You said it was the sports equinox. We are getting literally every sport. The NHL starts tomorrow. I think you told me the NBA starts next week. Yes. We get the World Cup next month. We get the World Cup next month. You is th- is this is this the greatest like next sixty days in sports? We get NBA for Christmas. We get NFL for Christmas. That's exciting, man. That's incredible. October, November, the well, October specifically is the best, I think the best sports month of the year. The Giants are four and one. I mean, I'm happy, but let, hang on. Let, can we just circle back? Because I think I, I, I don't mean to belabor the point, but I don't think that Albert Pujols got the recognition that he deserved. He is good. He's done. He says he's done. He he's finished done. the season hot, changed up his batting stance. He said he's not doing it anymore. Cardinals get eliminated by the Phillies in the wild card round. Mm-hmm. And that is the greatest baseball player that was of our time the greatest baseball player that we have ever seen well Barry Bonds but we didn't see him for the entirety of his career right right the 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 player that we saw from start to finish the yeah. best the best hitter we've ever seen yes yes i think it'd be yeah it'd be the only other guy that comes to mind would be Miguel Cabrera but I don't think he was as good as Pujols. Miguel Cabrera didn't hit 700. All respect to Miguel Cabrera, one-time triple crown winner, and at his peak was just as good as any hitter we've ever seen. Did not have the statistics that Albert Pujols had over a 20-year career. And even on, like, down years, Albert Pujols was hitting 17, 18 home runs. Mm-hmm. Who had the better average? Was it Miggy, Miggy right? I can I can actually At check. Point, I, I'm I think Herrera was a 300 career hitter. I don't know what. So he I'm biased because even when I was playing baseball, my my goal was get base hits no matter what. Hit for, just hit for average. Hit, hit for average. Um, play for runs. You know, play small ball. You know, and I feel like Miggy is the one that really did that throughout his career. Like uh, him and Derek Jeter were my favorite players because they were like kings of going oppo. You know, especially in, during their prime. Miguel Cabrera and, is a 308 lifetime hitter. Okay. And, I, and then, I forgot to pull up Albert Pujols' and, and career Pujols. numbers. Um, on it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's on it. Hang on. I'll, uh, I'll, fill, yeah, like I'll a, fill a buster for okay, you. you, can, you can but it's buster, like, yeah. you know, I think the thing that makes me think about how good Albert Pujols has been for so long 
is I remember, and I don't know if you guys had what what system did you have as a kid? Because I had PS two. I had PS one and, and so two, yeah. and so PS two had triple play baseball. And so I don't know if I don't know if you guys did this, but it was like you could do uh you could like start a franchise and switch all the the best players to your team. Mm-hmm. And so like even in Triple Play two thousand two, as like a rookie or in his second year in the league, Albert Pujols was the best and people don't remember this, he was a third baseman. Yep. For a few years before he was a first baseman. We were talking about that. I was like, how's this guy how is this guy playing but, in the field? But if you, yeah. <laughs> if you so if, if you looked at him in, in 2002, it made sense. <laughs> it might not make sense now, but, you know, Albert was not a bad defender. No, he was, he was good. Didn't he win a gold glove at some point? Uh, ben, stay, yeah, ben, figure that out, too, while you're at it. Yeah, um, <laughs> see if he can. Please, if, please. <laughs> Look up every single fact about Albert Pujols. He did win a How many children? He did. He did. He did. So, so you're talking at uh, first base. First base. Yep. Really solid defender for a very long time in addition to, I mean, he was never going to be like the speedster, but home runs, RBIs, average. He was, I think, probably the most sought after free agent that we've ever seen as a hitter when he, was, when he signed with the Angels in 2011. And... There, I think there's something to be said about not, you know, not playing his whole career with one team, mm-hmm. but staying with the Angels, playing half, se- basically, I think a half season, maybe a little bit more with the Dodgers, and then going back. It was cool that he took less money to go back to the team that he spent the most important part of his career with. He's going into the Hall of Fame as a as a Cardinal, I would think. I mean, yeah. I would think so too. Yeah. Yep. That that was his the best years of his life. So. And and so. Like, it's crazy to think about this is somebody that is, he is Babe Ruth. He is, um, he is Hank Aaron. He he is that kind of a generational player that you will tell your kids and your grandkids, I get, I got to see him from his first at bat to his last. And not only that, I, the and, thing- and not to mention, I'm sorry, I don't mean to steamroll you, but the thing that I want to leave people with, if I'm yeah. going to, if I'm going to say one more thing, yeah, is he ended his career on a base hit. He, he, he did with everybody else on the Cardinals, not hitting. You have Albert Pujols in his forties, yeah. still managing to get his, a base hit. And it wasn't his fault that his team got knocked out of the playoffs. No, it wasn't. No, it's an amazing career. Honestly, it's like, when are we going to see a player like this ever again? We might not. Who knows? You know? I mean, we see guys like Aaron Judge, you know, close maybe. Who knows what he's going to do, like, the rest of his career, right? But the longevity is, like, the key in baseball. It's like seeing as somebody that – how many seasons was he? 20? 20 I would – I think uh, it, I think 21 seasons because he may have been a rookie 22. in 2001. If you 22. have – if you've played According baseball uh, or – have been a part of baseball and at any part of your life, you would know how hard it is to be. To be consistently good for one season of 162 games. 162 games. And people are like, baseball is not like a real sport, blah, 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 this and that. But if you played, you would know how impressive that is. Not only that, one cool thing, like technically, is he had one of the most unique batting stances. Iconic, I would say. Iconic, unique, like you'll never – You'll see if him. I handed either one of you two a bat, you could you could try to do the Albert do the, Pujols, and you would yeah. do it pretty. He was like, it's I always amazing. I always thought like you know he's a cardinal. Like it felt like 
his elbows were like a cardinal sitting on a perch. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like his elbows his elbows were like parallel to the ground and the bat would just kind of hang out back here and it was sort of like an effortless effortless bat speed through the zone. Very efficient. Uh god, you know the Cardinals are part of some of the most painful baseball memories of my life and we'll get to me we'll get to me being a Mets fan in just a second but you know it's uh it's the West Mantooth school of uh God, I hate you, but I res- <laughs> but damn it, I respect you. Yeah, I don't know if Ben, you had any thoughts on it as well, but it's interesting. I, you know, from you guys being American League fans, you guys can kind of just admire it a little bit without letting your personal biases get in the way. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, statistically, he's gonna be the he's. I mean, I don't think there's gonna be a hitter that's gonna top him. Probably, maybe ever. Seven hundred home runs, almost a three hundred career hitter, um, three thousand hits. He's, he could go down as one of the last ones. I mean, you got to be think about who's the closest is what Trout, and he's already ten years into his yeah, career, no, and he he's gets, only got about three fifty. He's got. I think he's gotten hurt too much to like really keep pace. But you got to you got to hit what? Um, think about it. You got to hit thirty home runs sure, off, huh. to keep on pace with seven hundred home runs. What is that like? Twenty three, twenty three years of thirty home runs. Yeah. Like and that's that's, that's has to be an average that's season. That's an average. Like, <laughs> Thirty home runs. Right. Really insane. Right. So think about that's how many t- saying, how many times longevity. he hit forty. Think about how many times he hit fifty. Right. Well, I mean, look. I was looking at his stats. His first year in the MLB was 01. He played 161 games. He finished fourth in the MVP voting. He obviously won Rookie of the Year. He had 37 home runs his rookie year, and he batted 329. His first 10 years in the league, he batted above 310. God. He so wait a minute. You you're saying he hit, he hit 329. His rookie year he hit 329. He hit, that would have won the batting title this year. Yeah. Think about that. He pro- cuz Jeff McNeil hit 326, he won the batting title. Yeah, he would have won the Yeah, he he won the batting title once in 03. He hit 359. Are you kidding? In 03. <laughs> Holy shit. This man was on crack like through the honestly from 01 to 2010. He was he a cheat over, code. He, he was he was the human cheat code. He was locked in at 155 games, 40 home runs, 310 uh, uh, batting average, 415 on base percentage. God. All right. Well, we gave Albert Pujols his due. Coming up next, we're going <laughs> to recap the NFL. Frankie. Frank, <laughs> Frankie, we're getting Pujols on once he retires. We're going to talk about how miserable my life is as a Mets fan. We're going to talk about some important stuff. And for the first time since Christmas, we got to get in here. And to get out of here. Stick around. The, parking the Business on Top podcast. The Jets hat is firmly back on the table. Robert Sala has the receipts. I have them, too. Did you have a nice weekend? That's, three, that's three wins in a row for the for the New York Jetropolitans. Two, two, two. No. Didn't they beat... Uh, the Browns, and then they beat – who did they beat last week? Because they beat the Steelers, and then they beat the Dolphins. No, they, we lost to the Browns. No. They came back. That was the Flacco game. That was the Flacco game. He's right. Oh, how do you Garrett. not so know what your own – How do you not know – That was the witching hour. That's when how we do you not know what your own team did? I'm, I might have to be a bigger Jets fan than you now. No, no, no. Not, not a chance. Who was the week Wait. before? I'm just not used to so many wins in a row. Hold it was on. Browns, Steelers, and Dolphins back to back to back. Are you sure they won all? Yes, I'm positive they won all of those games. Damn, I thought it was two two in a row. <laughs> yeah, 
your expectation. You're like I'm in so such excited an, that I forgot. You're in such an abusive relationship I with the Jets that. that you just assume that they lose. Can somebody I double think, check? Wait, I think this is the curse of no. Well, not a curse. It's a good thing. But I think blessing. This is, this is um, that's yes, that's true. This, uh, if it's not a curse, it's a blessing. Um, this is the result of fantasy football where you're focusing more on your players rather than your team. Yes. And that's I'm what I'm going to I'm going to chalk it up as because can't say I the same Giants are 4 and 1. Well, oh, but fantasy we're 1 2 and 3 like normal. So hopefully BOT keeps the trophy on this table. Um, Boy, your team is do. Ben, your team is loaded. I'm terrified that your name's going to be on the trophy for a third straight season. This is not okay. The, boy, the boys Shane, are buzzing right now. Can you order this <laughs> man? Between Josh Allen and Christian McCaffrey, I'm working on it. I'm getting. I'm getting to it. I've got. I've got a wedding to it. I've got a very important wedding to attend okay. this week. No, ru- it's all right. No rush. No rush. But um. All right. It, now this thing has to be like gold, like 24 karat gold plated. Now at this point, <laughs> for being so late, and it's your fault. So hey, <laughs> as a I, commissioner, I I would say it's not. It's not tardy unless it comes in after the next championship. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, the trophy's still here. We know what the blanks. The trophy's say. the trophy's been right next to him it's for the true. past two years. It's not like I haven't given him the trophy. It's true. And it's again, true. hopefully, this trophy stays on this table for for a third year. Um, hopefully, the three of us finish one, two, three. However, it plays out. Right now, we're on course. Um, but yeah, I think not remembering team victories or losses as a result of fantasy because i think a lot of us are more focused on the money aspect of fantasy and our players rather than win or lose with the jets because like as we see i mean we talked about a little bit with this you know before the show with the mets right like in reality life goes on right like whether your sports teams win or lose whether it's the jets whether it's the mets whether it's florida state life goes on after a tough loss but fantasy lives on forever your name's either on a trophy, <laughs> you either paid that money, and it goes down in Yahoo or ESPN standings forever. We yep. look back. That's on forever it. in the uh, forever in the database. If you send them a, a subpoena, they would respond. I think say, at this point, it is more credible. Ben is a three-time, or is it a four-time champion or three-time? It is a four-time. Jesus. Um, oh man. But who's counting these don't, days? Don't yeah. ask me how many I won. Well, uh, the trophy's right next to us, so we can count. Unfortunately, four. Hopefully, yeah. we'll see what happens this year. But um. Yeah, I think it's more credible on your resume as a fan as your fantasy football record as opposed to if your team winning a Super Bowl or right like I mean fan- it gives you credibility it means that you you're good at talent evaluation well, I think- unless you just keep getting lucky with auto drafts year after year <laughs> Team fandom is so like either bandwagon or the, like people like there's so many breaking things. Breaking news, like, Ben hasn't drafted any of his teams. He just keeps getting lucky <laughs> auto with auto-drafts somehow. I, I didn't want this conversation to go this route, but what, <laughs> long story short, I think lack of remembering team wins or losses are due to more focus being on fantasy players and how they do week to week. I agree because that's what I happens would've... to me. I I will not hesitate to admit that I care more about how my fantasy team does than I care about how the Giants do until the playoffs start anyway. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, uh, well, once the once the playoffs start, fantasy football season, good leagues should be two or three weeks over by the time the NFL playoffs. Start. Right. Second to last week week is when you end your league. Yeah. Oh, we'll circle back, but uh, I'll I'll say that uh, I've been keeping all the receipts as uh, Robert Sala and has, Gary V. Yes. <laughs> Gar- Gary Gary V with in, his uh, hair all over the three place. Three way text, and um, we're <laughs> we're saving all our receipts for the expense reports uh, at the end <laughs> of the season. 
But uh, yeah, no, the Jets. I mean, New York in general, finally like turning around a little bit. I mean, I mean, knock on wood, we might have fallen backwards into a couple wins, but you're uh, flying. I mean, you're flying high. Who right? cares? Win you're is flying a win. high right now, right? You beat the Browns. We've. You beat uh, the Steelers, who used to be a good team, but might be the worst team in the league. Yes. And then you beat the Dolphins with a third-string quarterback. But right, like at this point, it's one of those things where you feel worse about losing those games than you would about winning them. Which sounds stupid, but it's like people are like, "Oh, those are those aren't real wins." It's like, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to lose those games, or yeah, like yeah. what? Like what are you saying? Those aren't real wins. You beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Right. right. You can't pick your schedule. No, it's a fun team to watch, though. If, if anybody has actually watched the Jets recently. There's a lot of young talent on that team. Young, good Sauce talent. Gardner, by the way, I had this written down and I forgot to bring it up. I really missed the boat on that SGC-10 Sauce Gardner rookie. <laughs> oh, my God, did I miss the wait, boat wait, on that. We don't know the story. What? Well, at the beginning of the season, I was looking at rookies that I wanted to buy, and I think I was... I was looking around and I was shopping around. And I saw an uh, I saw an SGC Sauce Gardner, ten, ten grade rookie, and uh, I was uh, pinching the pennies a little bit, mm, so to speak. It happens. Ah, oh, but I'm regretting it now. Is, he he's talented, man. Isn't it Sauce crazy? Gardner's real good. It's good like kid. How how similar cards are with stocks? Like if you bought that card right at the beginning of the year, it's probably up. I don't know. 50 to 100 bucks right and you sold it you made that money but he has a bad game next week he goes down by low sell you know, high it's like week to week but yeah um very very but, but that's why that's volatile. why it's, it's difficult to like trade week to week yeah right you gotta you gotta be in it for the long well, haul just yep. like the stock yep. market yep. yep yep yeah zoom out guys zoom out yeah look at the look uh, at things in the macro not out. the micro yeah yeah we got a lot of cards on this table and i, I none of them are we valuable well there's some, <laughs> there, there's some hidden gems in here. Hopefully, we got more. There are some hidden cards gems. on the way. Um, yeah, I gotta, wax. I gotta, I, I gotta got order some. a new pack. I'm gonna be spending a lot of money this this uh, next week, but uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Hopefully, ho- like. hopefully next bonus, and then maybe uh, the Christmas bonus. We can get more cards. Yeah, I got some wax on the way, and uh, I'm constantly scouring the the local targets and WalMarts for some BOT wax. So you, if you have any wax that you find. At your local Walmart or Target, um, we'll get a PO box set up, and you could send <laughs> send it to our. Yeah, send it, it to send us. it to our. Office. And that's what the kids are calling it. They're you know if you wax means cards, guys. Cards, yeah, 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 cards. Sports Card boxes, yeah. smaller. Guys, packs Seal of cards, matter. boxes of cards. Se- send it to send it to us. Shoot us a DM at Business on Top Pod, and while you're at it, subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That is where you get us. If you like this, you want to listen to more of it. We've got 76 other episodes. Can you imagine? 76. Oh. Pretty pretty crazy. But rate, subscribe, and review. And then when you've done that and listen to all 76 episodes, actually, you don't even have to listen to all 76 episodes before you do this. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. How's that sound? Simple. Sounds really easy. It's not rocket easy. science. I don't understand what's so it. hard about that. Just do it. It's easy. Just do it. You're not cool if you don't. Just do it. So I would say that you're... An idiot. And I would add an adjective in front of that, but I don't feel like marking the time and bleeping whoa, it out. Whoa, whoa. Well, we don't tend to like to call our listeners that, but if you I, don't I, do I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I think if you're warranted. listening to us and you don't rate, subscribe, and review, you're an idiot. Okay. Sorry. All right, so do it. Do it. It's simple. Okay. Easy. Like, like, the, like the parking attendant 
That guy didn't do it. He's oh, an idiot. Oh, God. He, he's yeah, causing problems so, for the show. Yeah, I, content, I don't. I don't problems. know if I. I don't know if I would have made it home. I. I had a. I had a very close call. My car was almost towed. Uh, probably this is going to be the third time. Um, you probably have to dig through some of the prior episodes to talk about Charger Gate. But if you don't remember, there was a parking lot attendant at my job, who. I can't tell if he hates me or doesn't. It's like a very weird day to day. But we were good for probably a few months. But he accused me of playing games and uh, tried to get my car towed in the middle of the summer while I was uh, in the middle of, uh, of a work-related function in front of the court on Zoom because I left my car in the charger over four hours. I'm going to leave this kind of short. I want to give like the Cliff Notes version. So can one of you guys like put a timer on for a minute and a half? Can can you guys start it right now? Yeah, I yeah just do uh, just do stopwatch and I'll I'll try stopwatch. to keep it short. All right. Ready, set, go. Okay. So um, I had a therapy appointment last Friday and I'm not afraid to admit that I go to therapy because, you know, I have things going on in my life just like a lot of people do. And by the way, it's uh, World Mental Health Day. So hats off to the people and um, who are in your in your life, your family and your friends. Talk to them. And, you know, it's not a sign of weakness to go get therapy. Anyway, I had a therapy Great. appointment at 10 o'clock at 1130. I parked the car and this parking lot attendant ended up taking a picture of my car, uh, the display on the charger, at 4 minutes and 30 seconds. And so the funny thing is the charger doesn't look all different whether you're parked at 4 minutes and 30 seconds or 4 hours and 30 minutes. Ooh. And so I got a notification while I was charging. I had an hour left. And how much time do I have? You have 40, 35 seconds. Okay, I've got under a minute. Oh, I've got 30 seconds. Okay. So the I got a notification. I sprinted down to the charger, and they said, you're lying. I got you on camera. And I said, show me the timestamp. And he showed me the timestamp, and it was 1130. And I said, I was parked for four minutes, not four hours. And his attitude changed real quickly. So I don't know if that was an intentional thing or or what that was. I need to do a little investigation on my part. I'm very hesitant to uh, accuse him of anything. But at the same time, the car was being towed, and then the tow truck let my car down. So very close call for me. I almost had my car towed. And time. Okay. So your car got, almost got towed. Does that make does that make sense though? Like, at some point, the the attendant took a picture to make it look like I had parked there for four hours when I had only parked there for four minutes. Is it confusing or that, does it make sense? No, I could see that on a clock. I mean, like on a timer. Confusing. Four, it is confusing. Four, four is. semicolon. Like four thirty is four thirty, and you don't know whether that's four minutes and thirty seconds or four hours and thirty minutes. So or the guy did not PM. know that. I think he was trying to make it seem like I was parked there over time. That's my theory. I'm very hesitant to accuse him of this, especially because this is a public podcast that anybody can listen to. But I'm a little, I'm a little insulted about it I'll now. Accuse him? Do you want me to? Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't. Let's not, no, let's no, not no, get okay. in the weeds. Okay. All right, we'll be nice. Um, we'll be nice. but but there is something that I did want to do before before the show ends. Today's a positive day, right? Because yes, what sir. what what I talked about, even though the Mets got knocked out of the playoffs, I'm actually I'm not okay with it, but I feel okay today. And so I want to do something that we haven't done since Christmas. I want to bring some positivity into the show. 
before we go ahead and wrap things up and get our Taco Bell, because this is going to be a fun week. Let's have some get in here. Are you ready to play the game? It's time for Get In Here. Never gets old. <laughs> Good money paid for that. Yeah, that's uh, that's incredible. Oh, oh, that's have. incredible production value, by the way. You have no idea how much it took in our production budget to get that made. We're due for um, although. Do you guys want to start something positive? I mean, I yes. think I I think I had one, and I, I wh- yeah. Why we don't why don't why don't I go here because today is World Mental Health Day. I touched on it a little bit on my on my Instagram and um, a little bit on the podcast, but ch- it it means especially a lot to me because of things that have gone on with my family and friends over the course of the past year, and I want to keep it short because a lot of the time. This is supposed to be a fun show, and we get bogged down in things that are sensitive, and we're not exactly the most well-equipped to do something like that. That's uh, that's the Dr. Kim cast that I think you're going to need to listen to for that one. But um, pay attention to your friends and your family and, and listen to them. And even if they seem like they're too strong and they're telling you that they don't need help, look at their actions look at their their thoughts um and just be there for them you know mental health is is incredibly important and whether it's therapy or just listening to somebody or just checking on them and if you're going through something it's also okay to not be okay there are resources that are out there for you so mental health day um supporting your friends and family being a good listener being a good friend, being a good husband, son, brother, daughter, it doesn't matter. Get in here. Yeah. I'll uh I'll piggyback off that a little bit. Um I think mental health is very underrated. Uh well, it it's uh I would say if you're people like focus on just in general intelligence like uh you know, being smart in general. Uh, I think emotional inte- intelligence is something that's not really thought of. People people um, lack that, right? Yes. Like how many but, how many how many times do we have somebody that like is book smart but is not comfortable talking about their feelings? Yeah, and it's hard for me, like, kind of like bring this all together because, um, like I said, it's not something a lot of people talk about. Um, not a lot of people a lot of people don't even know what it is emotional intelligence you know being able to read the way people are uh body languages different you know ways people are are talking or or uh react to different situations and stuff and being able to see that like if if i were to see um let's see one of you two um acting a little different you know i would change my whole mood around you uh not say certain things around you right and that's part of emotional intelligence, right? It's like um, not egging things on. Being aware um, of wh- how your words and actions affect yes, other people. Yes, being very aware, you know, situationally. Um, yeah, like that's that's emotional intelligence. And that's something that needs to be worked on in the future uh, for, for anyone, honestly. And there should be more awareness of that 
Um, and I feel like it's it's very frowned not frowned upon, but like it's not something that it's taboo. It's it's not like about, it's not something that's in the mainstream. You know? Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not <laughs> no one else is not in the mainstream. How often <laughs> we we play the get in here sound? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we're all still kind of giggling about it. Yeah, Ben Ben will say his part, and then I'll get to my get in here. To to yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to add i mean i think you guys really it can be fun it can be for the it. it can be for the yankees you want to rally the yankees for no, the playoffs no no, no no i don't want to talk about the yankees i got a bad feeling about that series yeah, but, me um, too <laughs> no i mean i think um who's that seattle cleveland, cleveland. Oh, okay um yeah mental health is um i mean i think the you see it a lot in sports now right like athletes have been using their platform a lot to kind of advocate for the importance of mental health and i think people go through um whether it be job family friends right everyone goes through goes through it at some point in life and it's important to know that there's people out there that will help you get through it and that you shouldn't you know Mm -hmm. bottle bottle it up and keep it in because that's when bad things happen and like you said, it's important to check on the people you care about, especially if you notice something that's like different. They're not acting normal. Um, just a hey, you know, just something simple like hey, everything all right? And let um, me know what you need, right? Yeah, like yeah. just something as simple as that can go a long way. So it, whether you're going through it or somebody else is going through it, there is somebody that's going to be there to support you, whether you, whether you know it or not, or whether you think it or not. It's not a sign of weakness to depend on on somebody else for help yeah and I your think, su- your support system is a, called a support system for a reason right and i think we mentioned this i guess it would be christmas because i think that's the last time we did get in here um and it might have been about or maybe it was the last mental health day maybe last year but whatever um like if there's anyone listening i mean i know we joke around a lot on the pod and like we like to have a good time but i mean reach out to any of us or message us on business on top pod we're very good listeners and you know we won't like we're not going to air it or judge you or anything like that so if anyone needs a ear to listen uh, we got you we got six of them right here yeah i was gonna say we got six very good ones yeah and i'll and i'll piggyback again off ben um and also an important thing is if you have health insurance uh double check your mental health uh, co-pays and, and insurance because a lot of times it's covered almost a hundred percent. Yeah. And so I know the cost can, of healthcare in this country is, is obviously high. something that can be difficult, but a lot of the time you, you will have coverage for something like that, yes. right? You're, I, you're the cover, you're the insurance guy. So yeah, I've been in the industry for a little while and I know that uh, most health insurance plans, no matter how bad or good it is, will mental health is usually considered preventative health, which is, uh, usually 100% covered under your plan. So you can talk to a, a psychologist or a, 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 a therapist or whoever it is for very, very low fee, um, very low copay, or sometimes, most of the time, free. So definitely check that out. Um, but I'll bring this back to a happy point really quick. Uh, I get in here for us, and you brought it up, Shane, before, but this is the sports equinox for us. Oh, what a time. It's about uh, time. I'm rubbing my nipples we right now <laughs> with like all the sports that we have. We have all the, the sports. Rangers drop the puck to- tomorrow. <laughs> the Panthers open up at home next week. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. 
I've been waiting a whole year for you to say that. <laughs> Rubbing my nipples about the sports Equinox. Yeah. Oh, we're so happy. We've got the World Cup next month. We touched about it earlier on it earlier on the show. The MLS playoffs are coming up. Inter Miami's in. Oh, I'm excited. That's a good That's way to I end it. Say. You know, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I wa- I did want to end it with with just one more thing before we go. We're very good at predictions on this show, clearly. Yes. Uh, let's go around the room. Of course. MLB playoffs start right now. ALCS and NLCS matchups. Start with you, VJ Patel. Who you got? Oh, my God. ALCS? Oh, boy. Yankees? And? And? Oh Is it going to be the top two seeds? Is it going to be Yankees and Astros? I'd have to say Yankees-Astros because – the past we've had, and the Astros are strong this year. And the NL? Yep. Oh, man. Padres. And Interesting. You got the upset over the Dodgers, huh? Yeah. I got Padres upsetting, and then uh, who's left? It's Atlanta. And then Braves and Phillies. Braves. Yeah. Padres. Yeah, Braves. What do you think? I think it's going to be L.A., Atlanta. Which is, I guess, the rematch, right? That's just chalk. Yeah, yeah. that's the ALCS re- or NLCS rematch. Cleveland starting. They have a really good like three, one, two, three, and I feel like Cleveland's hot. So it pains me to say, but I think I'm gonna go Cleveland. The Yankees aren't healthy right now, and like the whole last month, it was pretty much like Judge. Like, I like Judge it. was like piggybacking, like not piggybacking. Judge had the whole team on Caring. his back. Yep. Threw an MLB record like type of run that's not how you get it done in the postseason you need a full team effort um gary cole had a good year not a great year i think cleveland's hot and everyone knows if you're hot when you get into the playoffs usually you make a nice little run so no cleveland, houston <laughs> no chapman yeah maybe yeah but that's oh god well, he sucks anyways so maybe maybe we'll do a post game show about that but yeah. i'm going all chalk i think it's yankees astros and i think it's going to be brace dodgers yeah, I hope Atlanta's right. so that's a, talented. That's easy choice, Atlanta's right? so talented. They've got their core locked up for a really long time. The Dodgers are a historically good team. Third most wins in MLB history. Uh, Yankees have the best individual player in the entire league. Sometimes that's what you need in the playoffs, like Daniel Murphy for the Mets in 2015. Oh, man. What Met, a player. Mets are out of it. Uh, makes me sad. They're not, they're not going to be there anymore. But, uh, you know, Astros, deep team. They've got Justin Verlander. Can't believe is in his late 30s pitching like he was like when when he was a rookie or just an established veteran so kate upton found a youth <laughs> his brother's like uh jackson mahomes so astros <laughs> astros yankees braves dodgers let's hope i jinxed every single one of them by making the prediction here on this podcast let's go get some burritos stay tuned stay safe good night everybody